it makes it very difficult to know when the recording is about to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, now. I guess that's how we're going to start the recording. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Christ's sake. I, I can never do a good intro. I never get <laughs> the best I intro ever. One of those blackboards, the little... <laughs> You need a clappy board for me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Walking in the Waste. It is, let me check, the 17th of June, 1930. Bloody feels like it. Um, point of order. I know I said you could make it almost any time you wanted to. We have already established it's the middle of July. <laughs> this is where oh. Russell just grins at the camera and goes, or at least you thought. <laughs> no, it should have been July. I okay. Just put, I just put the little marker in the wrong place. <clears throat> Fair enough. Where last we left you all, it was the morning <laughs> of the 17th of July, 1930. Uh, Naveen and Alexander, after your day out, um, things were chilly in the lodge and there wasn't much afternoon left and Dr. Bauer has mostly been um, looking through the information you brought back um, Carissa and Victor have been huddling in a tent all night like little scared girls mm, if you were in this situation you would be doing exactly the same thing I'd be out there shotguns under each arm shooting the thing and being eaten probably <laughs> being eaten you died how you lived. Questionably. Being and eaten. <laughs> Let me just put people in the correct How very continental. Mm. <laughs> okay. Bungle is here, and the Kring is also here. I mean, to be honest, you say we're like two scared girls, but all scared little girls. It's like, well, I am scared and a girl, um, except I don't, can't remember how tall I am in this. What's your size thing on your, your sheet? Uh, 70. Oh, you're quite big. So you you're quite a beefy lass. You're two-thirds correct. Well built. Um, Naveen, yeah. are you joining Dr. Barrow for breakfast? I will join Dr. Barrow for breakfast. Hamilton, are you coming down for breakfast today? He's not yes. out. He's locked in his room. <laughs> crying. <laughs> You've had a couple Quiet. of days off lying on a chaise lounge, staring at your picture of Sam, oh. being full of grief, swooning. Alexander, are you coming down for breakfast? <clears throat> um, should he not roll a hungover check? He probably should roll a hungover check, yeah. Oh, no. Give me a constitution. Constitution hard because of how <laughs> drunk you were. That very uh, expensive bottle. My constitution is not good. <laughs> hey. oh, that's a success, not a hard success. You are hungover. You could luck it. You're hungover. Not awful hungover, but properly you are hungover. Are you staying in bed late? Uh yeah. I think I think I'm gonna stay in bed late. Okay. Excellent. That works for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I feel like I'm going to get up now. <laughs> I just see like the curtain outside open up and Russ, it just leans in. Like, no, I think I'll be getting up now. <laughs> <laughs> the curtain, he opens the curtain up and Sam is stood there, like 
frigid white skin. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. Barrow is cooking. He serves you all coffee, uh, bacon, eggs, fried slices, black pudding, sausages. He's done a I'm, proper fry up. I'm going to eat everything that is. I mean, I'll eat the everything that isn't like extremely English. So like no black pudding. I like pass on that. French and I just I'll stick with the the kind of the sausages I'll have like eggs, beans, but and like the little potatoes. But I'll stay away from the black pudding and the really like British food. The fried, fried slice must appall you. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll when he starts making the 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 bread, I'll just like gently shoo him out the way and make some French toast. I was going to say, isn't isn't a fried slice just a vegan French toast? Vegan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how the French would feel about that. I'll have to ask yeah. next time I find one of my French colleagues. Okay, um, <laughs> Please record it. I want to hear the outrage. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Barrow finishes frying everything. It's like, so you had a good day yesterday, Naveen. Would you like to catch Elwood up? It sounds like we've got uh, some leads to investigate. But of course, I, uh, I had uh, some very constructive conversations with the the, uh, the manager of a hotel in the town. Um I, I won't go into the details of how I got this information for your your own um, your own good. I should say, perhaps you know, your conscience will stay somewhat clear. Um, but I, it appears there have some been some interesting characters in town um, of late in this hotel. It's a very fancy hotel. I, I don't know if you know it. It is the, the Polo Bear. Anyway, um, there are two individuals that that uh, I think we should perhaps. Be aware of, and they are mayhap not on. They do not have our best interests at heart. There is a, a gentleman named. Um, let me put up my notes. Uh, Renaud Blair, and who is apparently the uh, manager of an aerodrome in Endurance. And there is also a Inuit man, an old, apparently old Inuit man named um, Azhuak. Azhuak. I can't quite pronounce your show. It's it's very difficult. Um, he is apparently a senior member of the Bears of the North, um, which I believe, ironically, actually lives south of us right now, but, you know, it's, it's somewhat difficult to understand. But either way, these two individuals apparently meet in this hotel once a month regularly and have done for quite some time. I've seen the, the, the guest list um, here, and I... I did not mention this before, and I, I apologise. I perhaps did not know you all quite well enough, but I feel that it is time perhaps that I share this detail with you in in confidence, you understand. Hang on a minute, says Dr. Bauer, looking up from his newspaper. Before you do that, Naveen, he lays this newspaper on the table in front of you. Both. And it's like, what? If you look in chapter one, Naveen and Nate. Oh. Oh. Have a new newspaper. And meanwhile, I will I just sense switch. we're missing something really funny or interesting here. Whilst they read this newspaper. <laughs> 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 to be Man. to be honest. To be honest, where we are, anything is funnier. I will just switch yeah. to the other two. <laughs> 
Is oh. is this where we're held together in a uh, iconic Scooby Shaggy Doo kind of rattling on the bones, shivering kind of thing? Who's Scooby and who's Shaggy though? In that case, um, Scooby Doo, where are you? You? <laughs> you, you, you you would you would have to be uh, Scooby because if you call Carissa a dog, uh, we might have problems. <laughs> we might have problems, but I think I'm too big to have to be too worried about her. Still, <laughs> potentially. Sorry, I'm just setting up your. Uh... She'll just bury you under like a mountain of baked products. Well, I've got a good appetite. I think I could <laughs> eat myself out. Listen to Nathan giggling. <laughs> um, Carissa, Victor, it is a new morning. The light is starting to shine through the fabric of the tent. There are no sounds outside as you both wake up, wrapped up in blankets and fur coats and outside gear. What are you doing? I um, hold up a. We, we've got like a, a proper cooking mess kit, haven't we? Like with yeah. utensils. I hold up a one of those big iron ladles. A gesture to the flap of the the tent. Go. I think I should have a look. And I'm sort of holding it as if to sort I, of not have my limbs anywhere near the door. I I think rather. I should probably have a look. You stay here, stay quiet, and I'd... yes, I'll go have a look. I, I hand Victor the ladle uh, and then grasp a set of tongs defensively. Although I'm I looking change. at my stats now and realising, how have I got nothing in stealth? Oh well, whatever. <laughs> I... You're a lumberjack, not a hunter. I'm a lumberjack. Well, no, I am a bit of a hunter, but I guess I'm a persistence hunter rather than, you know, an ambush predator. Yeah, you don't stalk. You go to the place where you know the animals will be and then shoot them. Yeah, and then while they're wounded, just run them down. With your motor sledge. Yeah, or or my legs. (laughs) Just imagine you running in there screaming like a Klingon now, commanding them to fight you. Fight me! (laughs) Come on, you bastards! You head outside. I try and move stealthily. Roll stealth. Oh dear. Yes. (laughs) Oh wow. Mm. Well done. You slip out of the tent, low to the ground. The sun is rising in the east. It does on the other side of the mountain. The mountain is silhouetted in this beautiful corona of rising sunshine the light is soft there is snow on the ground it's peaceful and calm some birds wheel around overhead in the distance you can just see the light touching the road Uh, I look for tracks roll tracking The tracks you find are those of an arctic fox. Okay, so we had an arctic fox (laughs) outside a huge arctic fox. (laughs) I never described it as huge. I described snuffling sounds. 
No, no, we very specifically got you to from some very good listen and spot checks to describe it as huge. Sounded yes. huge. Snuffling sounds. But those are the only tracks you have found, Craig. Okay. It doesn't mean that the Arctic Fox was Fair. the only thing out here. <laughs> Maybe it was a huge boost with very dangerous feet. But those are the only tracks you have found so far. Now I am going to look for the dogs. Okay. You circle around to the sledge dog shelter. The dogs are all wagtailed, bark, bark, happy to see you. Okay. Uh, look after dogs. Roll dog sledge. Dog Sam sledge. Roll dog slitting. Slitting? Sitting. Don't slit them. God, don't do that. <laughs> you take a brick of pemmican and crumble it up into their dog food bowl. You, you only have six dogs. You've only got a six dog team. Yep, that's fine. Cool. Okay. But otherwise, everything out here, so you get them some water as well. And uh, mm-hmm. you spend some time giving them brushes, brushing the doggies. Brush, brush, that, brush. that helps you calm down whilst you leave Carissa cowering in the dark. Yeah, I'm uh, wondering what the fuck's going on. You, you you vanished and you have been gone some time. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, Carissa, what are you doing? Victor's been gone for about ten minutes at this point. Sobbing in the darkness. Um, I... Uh... I, I actually no. Why am I holding a, a a set of barbecue tongs? My gun's in here, isn't it? Uh, no, your gun is in your actual tent. Oh shit! In which case, I cradle those barbecue tongs as if they're my only lifeline. Um, I very carefully poke my head out between the flaps. Roll, listen. Tent. Oh, I have to roll. Where's where's the listen? Under L. Ah, there it is, yes. Obviously, too distracted. Silent morning. You can hear strange noises from the south. I I, I try to whisper loudly, Victor. Victor. Victor, roll listen up hard. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) There's no response, Carissa. Has he? Is he dead? Has he been eaten? Well, um, hidden as you look around. Oh, oh! I, I, I can do this. I can do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. As you look around, you see a shadow. It's huge, massive. It must be three, four people tall, right at the edge of camp. This glooming shadow. Um, what do you do? Uh, I scream. That's yeah, more sanity. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, this is turning on into a carry-on sketch. I bet it's just like a tree. <laughs> yeah. Carissa screams, Victor. Real loud, womanly shriek of I, terror. I run. Make sure the, uh, the dogs are secure, aren't they? Yeah, they're tied down. Yeah, yeah, I I run back. Yeah. You run back around, you sign the risk of screaming at the edge of the tent, holding up a pair of tongs, shrieking in horror, half shielding her eyes. She seems to be gesturing at a large boulder. Carissa, <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever's the matter? I just 
point and what appears to be do I do I figure out quite quickly that it's a large boulder or am I still completely befuddled by this? Um, it, it's a big shadowy shape, but as as your eyes finish adjusting to the outside light, you realise it is just a big rock. Uh, nothing. I stubbed my toe uh, on the tent. I was worried about you. Where did you go? You've been gone for ages. When out in the wilderness, you need to take paramount care of your modes of transportation. So I was seeing to the dogs. It's what Sam would have wanted. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, but could you have poked your head back in and said that you weren't dead? I could have, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's so truthful. Let's... I will try to do so in the future. Thank you. I will probably forget. I will try to remind you in as pleasant a way as possible. By screaming. Now, do, do try not to scream quite so loud on the edge of a mountain where we think we've just been hounded by a yeag all night, which might also be its lairing area. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try not to stub my toe on the tent again. Please do. Now, what are we going to do with today? I I feel spending another night here would be foolhardy. Um, I think spending another minute here would be suicidal. But uh, I feel just leaving when your whole purpose here was to do some work for the expedition would be a waste of the risk we've already taken. How much light do you think we've got? Mm, I estimate the amount of light we are probably going to have with whatever skill that requires. Roll your natural world. 24 humans. It's July in Alaska, so you should have light until about... 6, 7 p.m., but with the unseasonable snowy weather, you're probably expecting it to start get twilight-ish around about 3.30, 4 p.m. It's currently like 7 p.m., like dawn was late because of how cloudy and snowy it is. Do you mean 7 a.m.? Yeah, it's 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just checking. Um, uh, I relate this to Carissa. We probably should be moving before 3.30 p.m. Uh, It's probably going to start getting twilight around then with the bad weather we've been having. I'd like to be some miles away from here by the time we have to make camp. Um, Half (sighs) twelve? Roll me your archaeology, Carissa. Uh, where's my character sheet? Yeah, Archaeopteryx, well, go. Yes. Uh, you reckon you need <sighs> at least four hours to excavate that bone and get a good look at the rest of the skeleton? Uh, um, so it's, it's 7 a.m. now? Yeah. So you need at least six hours, you reckon, to chisel off enough more rock face to get a good look at the skeleton underneath. Oh, I thought you said four hours. Oh, okay. 
four to six hours, depending on how, you know, it goes. Four hours to extract the bone. Yeah. Six hours to just chip off more rock. To, so it's four hours to extract the bone entirely so you can take it with you. And at least six hours to chisel off enough rock to see more of the bones underneath and what else might be there. Okay, so I relay this and say, let's go for bringing back a bone. We can always come back with a larger group. Mm-hmm. And we can examine the bone where there isn't large things that might want to kill us. You're the expert in these matters, Carissa. I will trust your judgment. Yeah, let, let's do the initial extraction. We can we can come back to this when it is safe to do so. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be stuck anywhere near here either when it starts to turn. Um, as much as uh, you, um, you, you know, as, as nice as it was to spend a night huddled up warm in this weather, doing so out of fear for my life is not how I wanted to roll. So, uh, yeah. Are we planning to continue on to the tribe of the Bears of the North? That is the other objective we had out in this direction. How far away are they from here? Uh, What do I remember about that, or do I have a map with me, Ash? You do have a map. Let me just toss you onto the map. Okay, so... Zooming in. So Bears of the North are about there. We're at Mount Hayes, which is there. So it's actually further to the Bears of the North than it is to Fairbanks from here. It is indeed. I'm... The problem... Logically, if we're going to have a giant old bone which could be incredibly valuable with us, I would say it would make sense to take that back to Fairbanks first. The problem I've got is I feel like that's a bit meta, so I can't really say we should do that because we have plenty of reasons for not wanting to go to the Bears because of what the other team have found, but we don't know that. So we have to go to the Bears because that was the original plan. However, I mean, I have no idea what's going on with this map, but my thoughts from an in-carriage perspective is when we came up here, I wasn't expecting some big friggin' whatever it was looming outside the tent. Um... And I don't want to be stuck up here even further into the wilds. Um, <laughs> and if we go to the Bears of the North, that would also mean that when we do the return journey, we would pretty much have to overnight on Mount Hayes again. It's, it's I, the only place where we know there's an established camp. I, I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, I want to finish this up and head back to... Fairbanks. Um, we can come back up here with a larger group that's less likely to be all eaten at once. And uh... <laughs> I, I, I start chuckling <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> oh, Carissa, there were about seven or eight of us when we all got eaten by the eagle last time. 
Numbers won't make much difference. Wait, you've been eaten before? Not not me, but I was one of the lucky ones. Okay. Either way, um, I believe safety in numbers, and that number needs to be larger than two. That's not a bad suggestion. You are closer to endurance than anywhere else. Yes, but none of our objectives are at endurance for our team. No, but they'll have telephones or radios. Yeah, that's true. We could go to endurance to check in and then talk to everyone and discuss what to do. Do they have overnight lodgings at endurance? Probably. It's town. That's all we know. Okay. Have you been to Endurance before? No. This is not my area of the Arctic. Everything is new here for me. Well, it's as good a plan as any, because I sure as shit don't want to spend another night on this godforsaken mountain. Okay, we'll go to Endurance, and that's probably only a couple of hours away at most. Hey, meanwhile, back in the warm comforts of a delicious English breakfast in this beautiful lodge where it's warm and safe, and nothing awful is stalking you through the countryside. Um, Alex, um, yeah, so, um, Naveen, Dr. Elwood, Dr. Bauer has shown you this newspaper article, and it's just like, what? (laughs) Um, (laughs) yes, Yes, Dr. Barrow, was you not aware? <laughs> no. Naveen? Did you know about this? I uh, had a small inkling. One of you go and ask her to come and join us for breakfast. Perhaps it, uh, I mean, I am relatively new to the group. Uh, I, I don't want to. Yes, we wouldn't want to send a gentleman into a young lady's bedroom. Oh, I was going to suggest it should be um, the doctor here, but if you insist, I, of course, will. Uh, I am at your service. Um, do you mind if I borrow the newspaper article? He looks at it again. I mean, the moose count sounds encouraging. It does. I'm surprised to see that Uruguay has uh, moose. I did not think they had any. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, so... Do you have to wonder, how did they get there? Who knows? Humans, probably. It's always always the way, is it not? Anyway, I will um I will try and raise this in a uh, a sensitive um way. If you would excuse me, doctors, I will um return shortly. And she thank you. She thinks for a second, then kind of makes up a plate of breakfast and tucks the newspaper under one arm as she takes the plate in the other. Yeah, well, uh, as you head out, uh, Doctor Barrow turns to you, Elwood, and is like, "You knew about this." Um, yes, yes, I knew about this. Um, I don't think we should overreact. I feel like overreacting. You didn't hear how he spoke to me yesterday. Went out on expedition business and came back roaring drunk. I've, I've heard how Alexander speaks to everyone. I'm surprised that this surprises you still. Well, we'll wait and see what she has to say about this. Yes, as I say, I don't think we should overreact. What's done is done, 
and we can't afford to be losing more people in this expedition. Very well. I will reserve judgment, but I reserve the right to fire her or have her arrested. I mean, did you see that newspaper? What it is implying she did. That is all possible. Yes, I have read oh that. It is possible. <laughs> oh, wow. What have we missed? <laughs> what have you written? <laughs> Let, let's get her to calmly give her side of the story and we can decide how to progress. Very well. Naveen, you knock on Alexander's bedroom door. Um, hello, is, uh, are you awake? Alex? A- am I awake? Not You're awake. Oh, okay. You were just in bed feeling a bit, uh, so you stayed in bed for warm. Uh, uh not, not so loud there, old chum. I have uh, brought you some breakfast, Alex, I believe, uh, and perhaps we need to have a discussion before you head down to the rest of the group. Is it uh, delightfully greasy? I, I had I, a bit well, of a turn this morning. <laughs> I, it, it appears to be just how you English like your breakfast, uh, fried, 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 and some more frying. I assume that is what you're looking for? Oh, fantastic. Is a... A good old bread and dripping or something. It'll be lovely. Uh, there's, this, there's this black round thing. I, I assume it's some kind of pudding. I, pudding in a fry. I, I don't understand. Anyway, uh, do you mind if I come in? Um, uh, w- uh, one moment. Uh, the sound of <laughs> rustling and movement and panic. <laughs> um, and then... Alexander comes to the door and opens it. I'm just imagining you with one finger like this, just <laughs> you wait for the glue to set. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's ah, me, I'm Mario. Um, uh, <laughs> I hold out the, the breakfast first. Oh. Like a plate of sausage and egg and beans and is there potatoes. Like a, is it like a table or something? Oh, there is. There's like a sit. There's like a work table thing. So I'm like sitting again. Like put it down on the on the writing desk and sit down in a chair and start kind of digging into it. I am. Um, I feel perhaps we need to have a, a little chat. And I hold out the newspaper. Look in chapter one. It's called <laughs> the Anchorage Times. Oh my god! <laughs> There's like a picture and everything. <laughs> Poor Craig and Bungle, they're not here to see this glorious handout I wrote. <laughs> oh wow, this is amazing! Uh, can I can I have time to can I have future. time to read this or or yeah I'll get back to the others whilst you read this um but yes ignore the date I couldn't change the date on the newspaper article generator thing you had to pay for that service <laughs> so I was like fuck it it's awesome <laughs> it's for a sanity check it's from the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, but it was it's a really good newspaper article generator thing but some things you have to pay for but I'm like I could live without them okay meanwhile. Whilst Fopsy reads her life story, twisted by newspaper journalism. Um, news. Uh, Victor and Carissa, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you knocking down the camp, Victor, whilst Carissa 
does archaeology? Uh, well, there isn't too much camp to knock down. There were permanent-ish shelters here, weren't there? Uh, no, there were some leftover bits and bobs. These are all your tents. Oh, right, okay. In which case, was yeah, camp, this was the campsite for the archaeologists. Okay, and there were okay. some remnants, like collapsed tents and tables. Right, right. Okay, I, I, yeah, I knocked down the tents. And, okay. you know, pack up. Carissa, would you like to go and extract that bow? Uh, yes. Yes, I would. Roll your archaeomology. Go, go, archaeopteryx. This is when uh, you roll a hundred now. Oh, you yeah. You settle into work with your tools, chipping away at the stone around this fossilized bone. Um, it's already been partially excavated, um, so it's not too difficult to extract it. In the end, it takes you about three hours of work, especially when Victor comes back from locking down the tents and you can sort of like co-opt him into helping you a bit. I was going to ask Victor? if I could do that. That's cool. Do you help Victor when asked? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Okay, so yeah, it takes you about three hours to get the bone extracted. Uh, roll me your paleontology. Don't me? have that. Uh, do I even have paleontology? You probably don't. No, I don't. This, I, uh, uh, this isn't Norm- Jurassic Nor- Park. Nor- normally you would take <laughs> a paleontologist with you. I mean, this you is more like the island of Dr. Moreau at this rate. But... You dig them up, the paleontologist would identify them. Appraise. You can roll me an extreme appraise. I will allow an extreme oh, appraise. Oh, okay. I was actually you... just saying that they'd appraise it, but oh, fair enough. Did you appraise the bone? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Never send a man to do a woman's job. Obviously. Life if you haven't away. seen this newspaper, you might, you might say different. <laughs> I just look at her blankly when she makes these exclamations. Huzzah! Okay, now that you have the bone out entirely, you settle down and have a look. Bungle, I'm going to send you a message. Okay. I also um, uh, make a, a a smile to Victor, um, as if to try and like sort of improve on the tense situation overnight. And say, uh, Victor, I have a bone to pick with you, and just gesture at the giant bone. Sanity check, Victor. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that is a completely fair call for a roll. Ay ay ay. The pun that. Broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is Victor in an institution? Well, there was this one time. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Carissa, you, you take it over to a table, you spend some time looking at it, but yep, you are 100% sure that this is exactly what you think it is. <sighs> I just let out a sigh... Drop my trowel on the side, look generally frustrated, and then look at Victor. And I say, do you like your bone? (laughs) Well, I like my Triceratops bone. I don't have one of these, but it's no Ah. use. In which case... Oh... Digging oh, well. out the rest. I mean, digging out the rest of this son of a bitch isn't as worthwhile now. 
But we've got a Triceratops leg we can sell. Um, or donate to a museum, you know, whichever you fancy. Personally, the museums are in dire need of our support, and we should be charitable or of news. I mean, you could dig up the vestures of Triceratops skeleton and get even more money, but that would take you several weeks. Yeah, I mean, we could actually post the location to a research foundation or something and yeah, let them know here it is. Location. Don't be silly. You sell them the location of the Triceratops skeleton. I'll mm-hmm. discuss sharing of details when I get back to uh, wherever it is. I've forgotten now. Well, let's go and report in from Endurance and find out exactly how the team wants us to proceed, considering our close run-in and the lack of results here at the camp. Also, Russet, um, from what I can tell, it's yep. a Triceratops leg bone. Does it look like, based on the leg bone, it's in good condition? It's in really good condition. Very well preserved. Excellent. Okay, cool. This thing is probably worth a couple of thousand dollars. Excellent. And the, the actual location for the rest of the skeleton is probably worth at least a thousand dollars to the correct university uh, research department. And if we sold the location and whatever was up here killed them, we could sell the location to another group. There's nothing to stop you from selling the location to several groups. I mean, it's up to them. You don't get ahead in the archaeology world by, you know, being charitable. I mean, you snooze, you get dug up by someone more profitable. Anyway, as you get ready uh, preparing the dog sledge to leave, we'll go back to the hunting lodge. Alexander, you have read the newspaper. Naveen is looking at you. I'm just, I'm trying to look open and supportive. I've not, this, my, my facial expression is very carefully um, crafted to not be judgmental or or critical in any way. Um, just so you know, um, Alex, the, um, it was uh, Dr. Barrow who gave this newspaper to me, and uh, I believe um, I would have seen it as well. As has everyone else who bought a copy of the Anchorage Times this morning. <laughs> I figured that might be implied. <laughs> um. Oh, I've broken Fopsy. Don't be broken, Fopsy. <laughs> Acting this out, okay? <laughs> Alex is broken, not Fopsy. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm having a great time. Alex is just like... <laughs> I'm like, hey! Um, it's Nate laminating stuff. That's good comic preparation and, and storage Nate I approve oh. you got some good boards in there as well yes you do well done <laughs> yeah I've been going through some of my old comics that were not stored very well and some of them are very valuable I uh... I'm going to close the door behind me and kind of put a chair over and sit down next to Alex I don't suppose I'll be needing this anymore. 
Alex, I, uh, I, I should make it clear. The, the accusations that that uh, newspaper makes, I do not agree with them at all. I, I feel that we have had our disagreements and your character at times has been <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit grating. I will, I will say with your English, I, I, I give it to that and more than anything else. Uh, but I would not doubt your your dedication to your craft and your dedication to the people in this team. I certainly do not think that you have anything to do with with Sam's death. Um, how, as far as I'm concerned, there are no... This changes nothing. Um, GM, mm-hmm. is the window open? Or can, uh, no. can the window be opened? The window... <laughs> The window Leap through the window. <laughs> the, win- the curtains are drawn, and the win- but the window can be opened. It's not currently open because it's like minus four degrees outside. Okay. Leap through it anyway. Is there um? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the road to my character dying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ah, that critical failure back in the Anchorage finally caught up with you. <laughs> it took several sessions. Uh, okay. Um, uh, let's have a look. How do I punch someone? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Fighting I am brawling. Is it brawl? Yeah. I literally come in here to try and be the nice. And what have we learned today? <laughs> Do not be nice to Englishmen. <laughs> or women, apparently. Or women. <laughs> Especially fake Englishmen. <laughs> Are you fighting Brawling? You're going to punch Naveen's lights out? With a I'm going to attempt to punch Naveen's lights out. Can I wow. Roll um, you can't dodge because it catches you completely by surprise. Surprise round. Um, but I you... would, would I not be able to have an idea due to my psychology whether this is coming or not? Like judge, mm-hmm. like I Alex's will let response. you make a psychology roll. Okay, I'll roll it and see what happens. Nope. Yeah, no idea. Entirely by surprise. As uh, roll me your strength, please, Alexander. Uh, my strength. Oh, gosh. Naveen, please roll me your constitution. (laughs) Don't even bother. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're not expecting this. You're you're trying to be supportive. You're expecting them to, like, cry or something. But they (laughs) literally lamp you square in the nose and you just crumple unconscious to the floor. Oh, great. Uh, almost enough to break her neck there, Alexander. Whoa! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, Yinx is only four off a critical failure of your extreme success. <laughs> you, that was not you, my intention! <laughs> oh my had, god! If Yinx had critically failed there, you would have been driving her nose bone into her frontal nose. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry! <laughs> Thanks. Way to prove the article wrong. <laughs> Kill my second character, why don't you? Well, 
Hey, I, I'm just, I'm just paying you back. <laughs> it would have been revenge for Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah would Okay, okay. Uh, the is now unconscious at your feet. Okay, um, I close the door. Um, the door's already closed. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, the door's closed. Um, I uh... no regret, just. Great, I'm just lying there. Can my my nose is probably broken, you know, a bit of blood. Jesus. Um I put on um some outdoor clothing. I you quickly get I quickly get dressed. Survival gear. Yeah, you get dressed. Um and I look out the window and see like how far the drop is to snow. It's a story? Into powdered snow anything. or into like ice? It's a big, you know, no one's done any cleaning up around here. It's just big snowdrift. I open the window and I jump out. Okay, roll me your jump. Fucking... <laughs> if I critically fail and break my spine, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> you jump out of the window, you land in a big, soft, comfy snowdrift with a thump. Okay. You work your way out of it. You are. <laughs> I'm making my way towards the plane. I'm a big uh, fan. I'm down with Dr. Barrow right now saying, we need to stay calm. We can't afford to lose anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Almost accidentally dead. <laughs> and Alex okay. is fucking off. The plane is in this direction, I will just point out. Oh, so I, like... I, I, um... so you're going to go across the field and around. No, wait, wait, wait. I thought that I didn't realize that I didn't appreciate that the plane was in the other direction. If I was privy to that knowledge then i wouldn't jump out the window oh, no, no, i would go no, no, down the, the stairs front door and out is the door. Here. no you are right the lodge is at the front and the field with the landing strip is is behind us this way okay cool, sorry, cool, yeah. cool, cool. yeah sorry that was my understanding was that it was that way so that's yeah, why no, i went out I, the window I, rather than went out the door okay yeah I, I had the map scrolled up so i was looking at the wrong bit ah uh yeah alex alex you're heading for the plane I'm heading okay, for the plane down in the kitchen uh Dr. Barrow and uh, Elwood, you're still waiting. It's been about 10 minutes now. Dr. Barrow's like, how long does it take someone to go and bring her down here? Um, I suspect, Dr. Barrow, that she's probably just having a pre-conversation, just, you know, calming everything down there <laughs> as well. That's what I tried. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, so sorry. Now that I think about it, maybe we should have sent you. I mean, what if she did kill Sam? Oh, no. <laughs> she... She didn't. I, I I have absolute faith that she did not kill Sam. In the newspaper, the only person who could have seen the green was also the man that uh, Alexander happened to shoot. I mean, no, okay, you have to take I won't believe news- it. Uh, okay, yes, no, you're probably right. It's probably just sensationalist newspaperism. She's had she's had many more chances to create far more damage. I'd be I'd be more concerned with allowing her to fly a plane again, Dr. Barrow. Well, no, I mean, she is a good pilot, clearly. However she got discharged from the RAF, it was probably because she's got boobs. All of that guff about damaging their equipment is probably just, you know, the RAF covering up the fact that she managed to hide so, the fact she was a woman from them. So we agree, then, that you shouldn't believe everything you read in papers. Excellent. Uh, yes. Well, now that I've had a couple of moments to calm down, I agree. Yes, it, it, it's very suspicious. I mean, meanwhile, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I mean, 
I mean, I, I agree, Elwood. I mean, she's a, she flew us all the way here from Toronto. You yeah, don't exactly. do that if you're a screw-up. No, I mean, if, if, if she'd done those things, surely she would have flown the plane alone, not taken us with her. How do I come back to consciousness? How do I determine how long I'm unconscious? <clears throat> well, considering she got an extreme success, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, I'll I, I reckon after 15, 20 minutes, I'd start getting suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I reckon after the sound of... <laughs> you start getting suspicious. Well, okay. That seals the fight, yeah. It's going to take you at least half an hour to heat the plane up and add all the liquids back in. <laughs> I know. But okay. If um, anyone knows exactly how long it's going to take. <laughs> it's <you. laughs> Okay, so it's been. You have reached the hangar. It's been about 15 minutes since uh, um, Naveen first came into your bedroom. You've had to, like, cross the field in the snow. Are you going to start preparing the plane? Yes, absolutely. Roll your aircraft maintenance. Oh <gasps> my fucking god! <laughs> Are you kidding me? 81 in wow. aircraft maintenance. I get a critical fail at this moment <laughs> of all moments. Hang on, is it a critical? Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, six crit, to 100 yeah. is a crit yeah. failure. Um, yeah. oh, in your distraught nature, you pull a. Um, pipe slightly too hard and it's like you know you're, you're lining up the oil drum with the oil intake for the uh, engines and you pull a what you pull a pipe out it just chunks out into your hand crap um it's fixable but you know ah oh, fuck's sake um which gives elwood it's been about 20 minutes now <laughs> i say stuff about okay um that suspicion you had 10 minutes earlier, I now have. We should probably go and check on where they are. Okay, they're probably being emotional and women. So let's be tactful. <laughs> yes, let's take at least another five minutes whilst we walk up there. Yeah, yeah, we'll give them time. They're probably crying and talking about the hardships of being professional women in a male-dominated society. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, probably tears and waterworks and lots of consoling going on. In fact, let me finish this tea first, Dr. Barrow. Yeah, you you and Dr. Barrow take your time, give the girls some time, and then you, you head upstairs, and uh, Dr. Barrow knocks and is like, Samantha? Not Samantha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should I keep calling her Alexander? I guess uh, I should for now. Yeah, for now, Alexander, yes. Alexander, it's Dr. Barrow and Dr. Dr. Elwood. We're coming in. He pushes the door and it sticks on something after about three inches. He's like, oh. Uh, Roll uh, your constitution, please, Naveen. Oh. <laughs> Just uh, keep uh, forcing hard, the door. <laughs> donk, donk. You are still unconscious. Um, he pushes the door gently and sticks his head around. He's like, Naveen! At this point, I sort of push against the door as well and try to force it open. <laughs> Roll your strength. Oh, God. I am not strong. Um, it, you've got Dr. Barrow helping. I'll roll for him, too. Hang on, where is he? Dr. Barrow, come here. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, is there anything between... else you would like to do wrong, Fopsy? <laughs> between the two of you, you get the door just wide enough for one of you to slip in and pull Naveen away from the door so you can open it properly. 
Uh, roll your first aid if you have it, Elwood. <laughs> yes? No. It's oh, no. <laughs> Let's see, does Dr. Barrow have it? Uh, he sends you to Naveen's room to find her smelling salts. She must have some. She's a woman. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't mix that up with a jar of chloroform. Um, I am ah, saying yes, my smelling salts for that time of the month. <laughs> It's, it's Why would must a woman have smelling salts? <laughs> Most women in the 1930s would have smelling salts in their um in, case in their got a in case, case of the vapors. vapors. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they would because smelling salts feels like being punched in the fucking face. Most women would not want to subject themselves to that. I Why have you appreciate you appreciate <laughs> what they used to wear back then, don't you? I go and find yeah, but you the still don't salts. want smelling salts unless I mean, they're absolutely Even necessary. now, we still suffer with some of the things that we have to put up with. Russell, you roll still roll. would not choose smelling salts if you, you had any other option. Room. Um, roll your spot hidden, please, Elwood, as you go oh, into the bedroom. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, now I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> what does Elwood find? He finds your handbag and opens it, oh, looking for crap. smelling salts. What else does he find, Naveen? Oh, no. Okay. Fine. Hang on. He <laughs> finds... Oh, no. Um, a ridiculous amount of ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking over 150 rounds. In her handbag? It's <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Suddenly, um, we know why we have carpet bags. I mean, he finds a, a folding Kodak camera. Um, huh? There's a portfolio of um, developed photographs that, if he wants to have a look at, he's welcome to. At this moment, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, a box of cigarettes, a locksmith tools, a set of strange looking keys, a diary, an old deck of cards, and. Um, a very official-looking letter that I'm going to leave it there, and if you decide to look at it, we'll go from there. I see no logical reason for me to be looking at things like that at this moment. There's no smelling salts. <laughs> no smelling salts. No. None. Um, what's about I can't oh, yeah. find any smelling salts. Uh, we must have medical supplies somewhere. Try Victor's stuff. Oh, no, but he'll probably have taken it with him. Uh, hang on, I'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bean, wake to, up! Do you have to roll my constitution again? Oh, you slap yes, me in the please. face. Uh, you are still unconscious, I'm afraid. Um, he, he looks at you, Elwood, as you return. He's like, where's Alexander? The bedroom window is open. They've done a bunk. I, I run to the window to see if I can see something. Well spot hidden. Yeah, you can see right across the field to the hangar. The doors are open and Alexander is scootling around the plane. <laughs> I just say, oh no, Alexander, what are you doing? Um, yeah, so Alexander is at the plane right now, Dr. Barrow. So he did murder Sam. They were right. I don't think we should jump Jesus. to conclusions. <laughs> Not even the paper jumped to that conclusion. Perhaps Naveen fell unconscious and he ran to the plane to get some... What, what does my face look like right now? 
We're going to need an extreme luck roll to get anyone on the end of a phone when we try this place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fucking hell. uh, Elwood, grab a gun and stop them. I'll look after Naveen. Oh, God. (laughs) Arrest them. I grab a gun and I run. (laughs) Okay, meanwhile, in the hangar, um, roll me your aircraft maintenance again, Foxy. This is going to be the game where I spend most of it unconscious, isn't it? <laughs> they did get an extreme success on their punch of lights out. How, how many years com- do you have to wait for a cat scam? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you have fixed this wire uh, pipe with another piece of pipe, and you are pouring the oil in. Roll your spot hidden. Uh, are you trying to be stealthy, Elwood, or are you just running? Just running at this point. Yeah, you see Elwood come out the back door of the house. You've probably got about ten minutes as he makes his way across the snow-covered field. So at this point, out of curiosity, um, can I calculate how long it's going to take to get the... Considering I've just done that run, can I calculate yeah. how long it's going to take to get the plane ready and how long it's going to take to for time man of the year to get to me? <laughs> um, you've got the fuel in. So you're doing the oil now. You need about 10 to 15 minutes because you need about 10 minutes to pour the oil in and then heat everything up. So there's so going to be close. It's going to be, be close. You're going to be starting up the engines as he's reaching the hangar. Okay. Then I'll keep at it. It wouldn't be exciting if otherwise, would it? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you're exciting. Where she she hits Nate with the plane on the way out. <laughs> just just swings the propellers round. <laughs> no, no, time no. out of the year. Uh, Naveen, you may roll me a regular constitution check now. To, oh, great. to be fair, being murdered at this point might secure you time man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being murdered trying to apprehend a murderer. A cross-dressing murderer <laughs> that might that might not count. A new story, that. To, to be fair, I don't think that's how they uh, sort of decide who gets time man of the year. But uh, <laughs> you have to have made some sort of lasting well, impact. What are you talking about? Ga- that's what Gandhi did: wrestle the murderer <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> um, Naveen, you start to come round. Doctor Barrow is gently dabbing your nose. He's got a like cold thing full of ice against your throbbing nose and it's like, Naveen, Naveen how many fingers am I holding up? Naveen. How many fingers does he hold how many fingers do I see him holding up? <laughs> he looks like he's got 17 fingers maybe? <laughs> how does that even make sense? Like double image. But it's an odd number. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, you have far too many fingers for any human to possess. What happened? Did Alex, Alex hit you? I can only assume that that is what um, what happened, yes. Well, he's trying to escape in the plane. He he helps you up into a chair. Oh, Elwood's trying to apprehend them. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the accent... As I say this, the accent completely slipped for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fucking... Barrow is too distraught to notice. It's like, I think the newspaper might be right. They did kill Sam. Why else I... would they do this? I, uh, there are far too many things going on here for us to assume anything, Doctor. I give me a second to get my 
Well, to be able to see straight, he's still there. I'll, I'll, he he walks over the window to have a look. He also hands you a glass of brandy. <laughs> That's definitely what you need if you've got a concussion. Brandy. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to look at the brandy and then go. Um, oh dear! And I'm going to kind of touch my nose. It's not broken, but it's definitely swollen. It's the size of like a broccoli. Oh, Velva. So much for using my face to get my way for a while. I'm going to have to go after them. No, my dear, he, he puts a hand on your shoulder and pushes you back into the chair. You must stay. You might have a concussion. I, excuse me, doctor, but I am pretty certain your uh, discipline is not medicine. No, but I do know basic first aid, my dear, and you punched unconscious. Doctor, your concept of awaking a unconscious person from basic first aid appeared to be slapping me in the face. I am not (laughs) certain I trust your medical diagnoses. We couldn't find your smelling salts. What kind of lady doesn't have smelling salts? I wouldn't have smelling salts. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Every lady of culture and breeding has smelling salts. Ah, do so now. I see. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Must buy smelling salts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elwood's tossed everything out of your bag looking for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you toss everything out of the bag or did you leave it in the bag? I imagine you just kind of like put things oh. on the bed and you emptied it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was looking for smelling salts, so I would have rustled through. Some stuff would have come out. I'm not going to say what came out of the bag. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm however, having him, the doctor having said that, is going to leave Naveen looking somewhat panicked. Um, now, sit, stay. Elwood will apprehend the criminal any moment now. Or escape with them. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> to adventure, <laughs> Elwood, let's go! <laughs> Do you not think that perhaps there should be more than one of you trying to assist? I mean... Well, I need to look after you! I'll be fine. Go and help... Go and help... Okay, Dr. okay. He hurries out the door and starts going downstairs. Remember Stopping your coat! Him. Jesus Christ, monsieur! He grabs his coat and his rifle. Ah, a coat. Oh. Ah, a rifle. <laughs> as soon as he's gone, I'm going to get to my feet and head for my room. Okay, meanwhile, at the bottom of a mountain <laughs> are the Wait, bodies of peace. I'm switching ah. to you guys. No, no, that doesn't happen. We don't We don't play anymore. We watch. <laughs> yeah, the, the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, it's, yeah. It's going really well. It's, everything is fine. So you two are in your dog sledge. You've got a Triceratops thigh bone. You've packed up your gear. Carissa's buried under a thousand furs, cuddling her bone. (laughs) 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 I knew some of you were going to let that one. Look at Bungle's grin. She's just grateful to have gotten a big bone after all of this. That's that's all. Um, Victor, roll dog sledge. I hope I manage to skill this up next game. Please don't fail. <laughs> I have a bone. Too late. Already did. Does this just mean it takes me a while to marshal them? Considering yeah, it takes it a while, you know. Um, okay. It takes you a while. You get going. You're going slowly through the snow. And you start heading south by southeast. Towards the town of endurance. Um, it <laughs> only takes about an hour and a half. They're a thick, 
grey clouds overhead, but it hasn't started snowing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you top a rise, you see nestled in the little valley uh, what you think must be endurance. There must be about eight buildings. Uh-huh. And beyond them Huge. is a uh, large fenced area with um, what looks like a hangar and several other buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, do I see this or am I? Yeah, you see it too. You're, you're no. sitting in front of him, Michael. Ah, yes. I don't know how buried under furs for aerodynamic your shenanigans. Your head would be poking out. Okay. Cold ears. Wow. Good. Um, oh. This okay, is like, what? I think, possibly one of the smallest outposts I've seen. Yes. Uh, the, um, I... the, the aerodrome looks bigger. Mm. As you're on top of the hill, you can actually see this map. Okay. Uh, Do... there, there is the, so the town is a series of buildings just outside of the aerodrome. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any telegraph poles, phone poles going to anywhere in here? Uh, no, there is a radio mast. Uh, the aerodrome? It's in the aerodrome, yeah. Uh, I'm going to suggest we head there then. It's this one here at number 12. Number 12. Okay, I'm going to put a little mark on that so I remember. That's where we're going. Can you see the map? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, okay, you start down the hill towards endurance. Uh, there are several people moving about in the town. They look like hunter types, all dressed up in furs, carrying um, guns and traps. And that looks like a hunting party is preparing to go out. Oh, in which case, actually, I'd swing by them first to ask who I would need to talk to about potentially using the radio equipment to contact Fairbanks. Oh, um, the young man leading them pulls down his um, like scarf. He's like, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Blair. Ah, where would I find Mr. Blair? Uh, he would be in... He points. Um, head to the gates. Tell them Josh sent you. You need to talk to mm-hmm. Mr. Blair. They'll show you the way. This is like Arctic Aerial Research Center, so he'll know what's going on. Ah, okay. Thank you very much for your help, Josh. No trouble. Have a good day, sir. You too. Uh, move over to where he pointed. Okay. And you head over to the perimeter fence. Uh, there are two people... Uh, there's a little hut with an old man. He must be in his, like, 70s on guard. By on guard, I mean he's sitting in there with his feet up having a warm brew. But he does stick mm-hmm. his head out. Can I help, Sonny? Uh, hello, uh, sir. I'm looking for uh, Mr. Blair. Uh, Josh pointed me in this direction. Oh, you've got an appointment. We don't get many visitors. Don't, I don't have an appointment, I'm afraid. We're basically stropping by to see if we can... Uh, potentially use the radio equipment to contact our team back in Fairbanks. 
let let me call him. What name should I give him? Uh, my name is Victor Harvey. And young lady? Uh, this is Carissa. Insert second name here. I was just looking up the, the surname. She doesn't know us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a month nearly since I last had to know my own name. Uh, yeah, Carissa Anson. Okay, he picks up the phone and he's like, yep, mm-hmm, Mr. Blair, sorry to disturb you, but we've got Mr. Victor Harvey and a Miss Carissa Anson. Yeah, they want to use the radio. Shall I send them through? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yes, of course, sir. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, yeah, he hangs up. If you'd like to um, head over, he points to one of the buildings. This building mm-hmm. here. Uh, Mr. Blair will see you. My idea. Okay. Thank Hello. you very much for your help, sir. Meanwhile, back at Disaster Head HQ. Everything is going swimmingly. Yay. Uh, roll me another aircraft maintenance and roll me your dexterity, Elwood. Dexterity. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you have the plane ready to go and are starting the engines just as Elwood reaches the... Uh, Hang on, they, they haven't started yet, but you, you know you're doing your three. You turned on the warming engine, the warmers, so there'll be a couple of minutes before you can start them properly. When Elwood arrives at the entrance to the hangar bay, you can see Alexander Sam's mustache. Uh, in Sam's mustache. <laughs> Sam's mustache. <laughs> oh, surprise! Wait, so Alexander is in the plane right now? Yeah. This is going to go so well, isn't it? Um, well, I come into the hangar. I've got my rifle that I did say I was picking up. You did and indeed. I yell, Alexander, stop! <laughs> As I approach the plane. What are you doing, Alexander? Well, I'm getting the plane going, I suppose. Are you answering Elwood? Um, can I hear Elwood over the plane? <laughs> Uh, well, the engines haven't started yet. You're warming them up, so the propellers aren't spinning. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I, I... So, 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 yeah, everything's ready to go. You flick the switches. You've got to let them heat up for a couple of minutes, and then you can start the propellers. So you're in that stage. So you're literally like a couple of minutes away from pressing the go button. Can I see um, Elwood's gun? Like rifle? I, I assume so. Elwood, have you got your gun out and ready? Yes. Yes, then you can definitely see it. Um, can you? Where's that image? I just I'm just trying to get the layout of the plane again. Give me two seconds. Hang on, let me flip for you to. Can you please? That'd be really helpful. To the plane. Okay, cool. So to get it to get in and out, you'd have to go back through the plane and out the side door. There's or go out the windows at the top there, I guess. Yeah, such a farce. Um, I'm loving it. Glorious. No. Alexander. Francesca. (laughs) The facade falls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pushes open sort of the. uh, The large sort of hinged windows. 
in the cockpit uh, and climbs out and just kind of sits uh, on the nose of the plane and doesn't respond. Um, takes out uh, um, takes out a cigar and lights it and just starts to smoke on the nose of the plane so is the plane still starting up I assume it's just like some heated coats around the engine that are warming up the engines or something I don't yeah, think there's any much. noise or anything it's just well I mean there probably is some noise but yeah you can hear the soft uh, it's, a, it's a, like a humming sound you know what it is, Elwood. You've been around the plane long enough to know it's the it's the engine heaters. You'd know if the engine if the plane was on, like <laughs> very yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand your state of mind. You've just like come out and sat on the nose of your plane and try to figure out if that's like a, a a sign of resignation or a sign of you're just waiting out and you're just about to jump back in again. Bye. Um, I don't know, GM. Do do, do you? It would be psychology to work out what they're feeling. No. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't even get to a breakfast. <laughs> still still there on the side, just Hungry. steaming away. I I don't point the gun at Alexander. I just say, Alexander, what the hell is going on? It's just that's... <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to approach this situation. This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say, Alexander, Francesca, whatever your name is, I'm going to call you Alexander because it's easier. Just, just calm down, turn off the plane, and let's talk this through. Because I don't know what just happened back in the room. It doesn't look great for you, and I don't know why this is happening. Um. Well, I guess it's a cigar, isn't it? So, like... <laughs> Just drops in the fuel tank. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I am not even kidding... I was very close to thinking you were just doing that. <laughs> but then I thought to myself, no, I, I feel like there's been a lot of work put into this news article and stuff. I don't just want to cheapen it by throwing the character away in a spectacular explosion. <laughs> Craig, Craig, I just want to say that whenever you're making characters, continue to never make yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that once. <laughs> It was glorious. We do not speak of Dave. Oh, yes, we do. Um, um, she, uh, she takes a moment and thinks on your words um, and then kind of um, slides not the inconsiderable drop off the side of the plane onto the ground. Um it's something that she would have done hundreds of times before. Yeah. So I'm hoping you that. Don't have to it. Thank you so <laughs> much. Knocks <laughs> yourself out for 20 minutes. Right um, up in front of the plane, you jack Elwood, <laughs> the nose, you resume escaping. Um, uh, takes another draw on the cigar. Um, 
huffs into the cigar, firing the dart into <laughs> Elwood's mouth. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> to quote Alex, she's a woman. She's going to be bloody hysterical and unreasonable. <laughs> Gets a fucking smelling salts out of a handbag as a win. <laughs> um, Elwood. I, I, what am I meant to do? I. This is it for me. This is. I'll never work again. I'll never fly again. I. I'm I'm not sh- I'm not sure that's true. It does look bad right now, I will grant you. But I've I've known for some time now about the realities here. I've never questioned you on it. Uh I've I've trusted you the whole way through. I know that what they're reporting in the paper isn't true about Sam. I know that. I'm asking you to trust me now. We can we can turn this on its head. There is a way through this and we can't afford to lose anyone else or the plane. So I just ask <laughs> Sorry, I just ruined a wonderful speech. So I just <laughs> So please just come back, we'll talk it through with everyone and we'll work our way through this. What's done is done now. Um Francesca like both of you roll spot hidden. Oh, okay. What's that coming over the hill? It's Dr. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the Ying <It's>, attacks. <laughs> it is indeed. Is it Dr. <laughs> it, it, it's Dr. Bauer huffing. <laughs> he's trunching through the snow really slowly because he's wearing a huge fur coat, which neither of you are wearing. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's still a couple of minutes away. Dr. Barrow's going to be here in a minute. The last thing we want is for this to turn really sour. Right now, he's just confused, but we can we can somehow turn this around. You have to trust me. You are Time Man of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> time Man. I always wanted you to go into Time Man. Why should you decide on your response as Dr. Barrow is on his way? Naveen. There is a knock at the front door of the house. There's a knock at the front door of the house. Mm-hmm. God, why? <laughs> I'm in my room. Mm-hmm. There. If I look out the window, the airfield is down to the south, right? Yeah. Can I? I can still see that they're the people I expect are over there. Yeah. I am a a, a naturally untrusting individual. <laughs> want to find a window to peer out to see who's waiting on the porch. Yeah, but before I do that, I'm actually going to unholster one of the, the weapons from my from within my jacket. And then I'm going to... Is there a window in... Oh, I could find a window that would look out. You'd have to go to the front hall, really. There's these little raised dioceses in the front hall where you can peer out. Okay, there's nowhere above... Oh, hang on. No, I've got, what about that spot? Could I go... Is that up? 
up here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the upstairs. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move there, and I'm gonna peer out the window. Okay, there's a postman in his little blue uniform and his little cap, standing gonna... there holding some letters. Uh, what okay. looks like a telegram. I will go down. Oh, oh, I dropped myself wrong place. I will go down to the the door, and I will open it just a tiny bit with my hand behind my back, my right hand holding the pistol. With my finger already pulled the hammer back. The young man must be about 22, 23. He tugs his cap at you. Morning, miss. Uh, Looking for Naveen Rouchard? Ah, um, that is I. Uh, I take it you have some uh, mail for me, young man. Telegram came in at the post office, Mark. Very exciting. We don't get very many telegrams out here. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm straight out. <laughs> Did I'm, he fail uh, his spot hidden? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> covered in blood. <laughs> yes. He's a gentleman. He's not commenting. The size of broccoli, I might add. Why broccoli? <laughs> I was going to ask that later. <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a broccoli fly or something. It's all swollen up. <laughs> you, have, uh, you have brightened my somewhat uh, unfortunate day considerably. I, I, I'm glad you've enjoyed your excitement, and I, I'm sure I will probably have a uh, a message going out and perhaps some more interesting telegrams coming back for you. If you could... um. Uh, in future, could you do me a, a small favor regarding these telegrams if I receive okay. any more for me? Um, there is an acquaintance of mine at the uh, the Polar Bear Hotel, um, a Miss Louise. Do you oh, know yeah, her? We know Louise, yeah. Um, I've not checked in with her, but I'm sure she won't mind, and I will, I will check myself later. Would you mind uh, leaving any further telegrams with her for me to pick up um, at my leisure? Certainly, Mum. Happy to help. Thank you very much. And I will tip him something from I've got quite a lot of cash, but I will tip you him. You tip like, him like twenty dollars. Yeah, he's he's $10. done me good. And then I'm, gonna, then I'm gonna close the door, hesitate for a second, lock the door, and then I'll put the the Run pistol away. away. And Do you wanna check your telegram? I'll check my telegram. It's in the chapter one folder, report huh. from the office. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, back in the hangar. <laughs> Dr. Bowen <laughs> is nearly there. He's huffing. He, he definitely looks out of breath, very red-faced. Oh, sorry, you say Dr. Bowen's here. Dr. Bowen's nearly yes. there. He's, oh, okay. he's, he's still, like, maybe two minutes away. Okay. Elwood, he's going the, as quickly as he can. You said two minutes five minutes ago. <laughs> the, the, <clears throat> the, the newspaper is not entirely incorrect. I... I am a murderer of sorts. I flew recon missions for the RAF. I spotted for artillery. I brought down hell on men. And the reason I was dismissed was because I sustained heavy flak damage on the aircraft I was piloting. My co-pilot was killed and I was severely injured I I brought the aircraft back into a crash landing and they found out after a, a, a near perfect service history where most of the recon unit that I was with had 
failed or or died during missions. Uh, I I dubbed my uh, my plane Lucky Lucy, and then my luck ran out. When they found out, they they discharged me from the military in disgrace. Um, I was due for an award for my services, and they took that from me too. Flying is all I've ever wanted to do. If if you or Dr. Barrow tried to stop me from doing that, and as if to make the point, she reaches in and draws, only half draws, a, a pistol. Uh, a, um... What is it? Uh, a Colt 45. Let's see. I... I, I... <laughs> Lady. <laughs> Quick drugs. <Nah>. Um <laughs> I I I look I throw my rifle on the ground and I say Is is that it? Is that seriously what you're all bent up about? You did your duty in the service, you crashed the plane after being shot a lot, and then you were discharged. And and that's that's everything. Elwood, show some compassion and uh, oh, oh my, uh, she's clearly oh, quite distraught and uh, but don't worry girl we know you didn't hurt Sam oh, oh he just changed his tune oh, 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 he sits down on a thing oh 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 don't try writing in a fur coat it's very uncomfortable right. I, I didn't I, I, well yes you're both going to freeze um, but listen <laughs> Barrow got sass. <laughs> oh, oh, look, look, Fra- Fran, Franny, Francesca. Can we call you Francesca? It feels weird calling you Alex, but we can call you Alex if you like. Fran is fine. Oh, okay. So we'll write a stern rebuttal to that awful newspaper hack, and we'll have the university, like, run him out of business or something. And um, you will keep flying for us. And when me and Dr. Hamilton here publish... The outcome of our marvellous expedition, your name will be front and centre. Woman pilot flies expeditions of success. Oh. This, is, this is exactly my point. Does no one else see this as a great redemption story? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, yes, okay. So other people might poo-poo you. But there are plenty of rich women out there who will snap you up for flying jobs at the drop of a hat. As will the universities. Successfully flying an expedition like this, you'll have made your name. You'll have proven that you can be a woman and a pilot. <laughs> proven that you can be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh, oh, I shouldn't have walked, run like that. Oh, yep. but why take, did take you a breath. Knock Naveen out. Oh, me and Elwood for a brief moment fought the worst. I, I think you fought the worst, Dr. Barrow. Uh, Fran's kind of in shock at this, to be honest with you. Um, and she kind oh. of slides the pistol back in, but she keeps uh, her hand on it very poignantly. Um, now, Elwood! <laughs> no, he does not do this. The old man is much too out of breath. Oh. With oh. all due respect, neither of you are pilots, neither of you have served, and neither of you are women. Uh, 
I don't know how. The Navy. Oh. So you didn't and... serve. <laughs> oh, you are a like Navy pansy boy. <laughs> oh, fly boy, always strutting about, twiddling your mustache. Wait a minute. I bought you that mustache waxing kit as a gift. And I used it I every you... day. Oh. I served, damn you. Did, wait, yeah. did Elwood serve? Yes. Yeah, he did. What? How am I going to know that? <laughs> <laughs> Not even Cat knew that. <laughs> look, look, we know some of it. But let's go back to the house and check up on Naveen. And get out of the cold. She'll be fine. I only gave her a light smack. <laughs> you nearly broke her nose, man. Oh, no, I can't call you. Can I keep calling you that, man? Oh, man, this is going to be very confusing. Depends if she intends to continue being a man, I suppose. <laughs> oh, gosh. Those moustache did scratch frightfully. <laughs> well, look, you can go back to wearing pantyhose and silk and looking pretty. And still fly airplanes. I'm not sure of the practicalities of that, but perhaps. Well, perhaps not wear the pantyhose. Can we stop talking plane? about? <laughs> so I to think that uh, there might be something that you're hiding, Doctor Barrow. Yes, I too am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> As am I. Sorry, I, got, I just tried at the moment. You have a woman's legs, the doctor. I knew that walk. It was the walk of a woman. <laughs> uh, doctor Barrow stands up. He's leaning on his rifle, like oh, old man panting. Like, let's go back to the house. And oh, can anyone smell something burning? <laughs> I guess just engine heat. Oh, maybe we should turn those off. Um. Fran kind of walks towards the plane, still facing both of you, still a hand on the pistol, and flicks the various switches to turn off the um, heaters for the engines. Okay, let's go back to the house. Gather with Naveen, who I'm sure is feeling much better now. Look at that smile. Did you like your telegram, Yinks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, in endurance... Um, Carissa and Victor. Oh, we're on a in a, a lit up map now. Okay, you have been well, shown a black screen. Oh wait, you might have to move the zoom around to find the. Uh, you've arrived at the building. You've been let inside. You've been escorted to Mister Blair's office. Ah. Keep my Miles at you both. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, it's uh, Mr. Harvey, isn't it? Uh, that's a... right, Mr. Blair. Yes, I'm ever so sorry for dropping in unannounced, and thank you ever so much for seeing us on such short notice. Oh, no, 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 I've just, you know, paperwork. You know, we're building an experimental Zeppelin to travel to the North Pole. It's uh, right. It makes more sense to build it here, you see. Then all the hmm. way back south, because then we've got less far to fly. You know what happened to the Vigoro when it tried to do the north, the um, the 1912 uh, um, 
North Pole flyover and it was a complete disaster. So we figured we mm. build the airship here and then we've got less far to fly, but you can carry so much more scientific equipment. But anyway, um, it was Mr. Harvey, wasn't it? Yes, yes, that's right. And Miss Ansem, I have to admit, I haven't heard of you, Miss Ansem, but I do know your name, Mr. Harvey. Weren't you in some of those uh, periodicals early last year? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I was uh, part of that uh, expedition, yes. Oh, yes, I saw the pictures of the yeah, the beast that uh, Dr. Hamilton was mm. uh, That's uh, right, yes. Uh, it was fascinating. But you don't want it. Uh, well, I'll ask you questions about the lead. Do you want to use our radio? Uh, yes, please, if if that would be permissible. Uh, I'm assuming it has range to reach Fairbanks from here. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, we'll, we'll head over now, if you'd like. Uh, oh, that would be absolutely wonderful. Thank you. He stands up. Uh, so, uh, what are you doing all the way out here? We don't normally have very many people who come and... Um... Uh, we're we're, well, we're on something of an expedition with uh, Dr. Barrow. Uh, you may have heard of him. Oh, I think I saw something in the newspapers uh, a couple of weeks ago about it. Mm. Um, I'm not too up on the scientific details of it, but I'm again attached uh, to help with general wilderness survival in the Antarctic, the, the Arctic rather, wastes. Oh, well, it is quite dangerous up here, especially with this unseasonable weather. Yes, it's most strange, this weather we've been it's having. completely thrown back all of our... He starts leading you this way. Mm-hmm. South. Uh, it's thrown out all of our delivery schedules, maintenance. Men can't work properly in the hangar because of the cold. It's the only drawback. I mean, you try to keep mm. the hangar heated, but it's so difficult. Yes, um, well, any metal surface becomes dangerous. Oh, I basically. know. We've had so many, you know... Incidents of frostburn mm. and the like. Um, it's really very inconvenient. Um, uh, but he leads you over here. This is the big hangar building. And he leads mm-hmm. you towards this building here and opens the door for you, holding it for you both. Ah, thank you. Um, you step I, I, inside? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't actually have any experience with operating radio equipment uh do you... oh, uh, our people can do that don't worry um you just have oh. messages as you step into the building he stops standing in the doorway as four people with guns level them at you standing in the middle of this building it's an object you didn't think you'd ever see again craig a massive oh. ice encased yeeg the ice encased yeeg <laughs> I was really hoping you'd give me the opportunity to warn them. They were already here! (laughs) Oh no, here we go for a sanity check! (laughs) That is a joke, Victor! (laughs) Dribble, dribble, dribble! (laughs) (laughs) You lose one sanity, Victor, as you kind of just freeze up. Carissa, uh, you uh, recognise this. This is the Ice Beast from Dr. Hamilton's photography book in the National Geographic. Can, can I squeak out a response? Yeah, you, you, you take a couple of moments to kind of like just stare at it. I see you're something of a collector, Do- uh, Mr. Blair, Dr. Blair. I have to admit, yes. And when they told me that Victor Harvey was at my gates, well, I simply had to bring you to see the prize of our collection. 
I know this went for quite a pretty penny, but I can't it imagine. Did. You have no idea how much trouble I had to go through to create a false persona to buy the thing. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of our hopes that it would find a home somewhere like Malta or the Sahara. Or I did promise that, yes, when I bought it. I have to admit, I wouldn't have known where to find it except you were in all the newspapers. Yeah, It made it slightly easier to infiltrate the auction. I, I would just say I, I had literally nothing to do with it ending up in newspapers. Well, that's okay. You do, however, know the ritual you used to uh, encase this thing in ice. You were I, there. <laughs> I you might have there, some Mr. idea about it. Now, Miss I am Anthem. by means no expert, though. Well, that's okay. I have experts who will help you remember. We've been trying to get it out of Miss Harrow for the past ooh, couple of weeks, but she's been proving incredibly stubborn. Wait, what? <laughs> well, what? Now, why don't I take you across to the holding cells, and Miss Anson here will be our guest until we can deliver her to wherever she wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yinks his face! Yinks his face! <laughs> as much as I think I'm a good man, I also like to think I'm a pragmatic man. Let us find this, this place where you're taking me, and I hope it's at least mildly comfortable. Victor, you are escorted under armed guards to this building. <laughs> and, and I thought I was screwed. <laughs> We knew you weren't screwed. Yours was into party politics. Oh. oh, my God. And as you are led into this building, it's been split into makeshift cells, Craig. In one cell is you. Chained to the wall in the other cell is Samantha. Sanity check. Yes, please. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so an extreme success I must be either managing to just accept this or somehow rational I, I don't know you're going to have to tell me how I'm doing this this time you're just suppressing everything you want to do and trying to remain calm you can freak out later yes now there are two women you need to rescue Although, now that I'm sat here, and I'm guessing they're just leaving me to rot for a bit. They chain you up through a wall, yeah. and then they depart. Am I at least able to move a little bit freely, or am I literally <laughs> up on a fucking wall spread eagle? Uh, no, you, 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 you're just chained at the wrist. There's like maybe four foot of slack that you okay. can walk around the cell. In which case, I'm going to sit down and meditate. <laughs> Because I've got nothing better to do right now. <laughs> You're not going to say hi to Sam. No, you're just going to leave him there in this fucking dark, chained to a wall. She does currently look like she's unconscious. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember, I saw Sam's soul get devoured. And her corpse get burnt to ash. And her corpse get burnt to ash, yes. I know that's not 
actually Sam. <laughs> He's acting chill as fuck about it. I love it. Victor <laughs> seed shit. Carissa, <laughs> uh, my darling Carissa. Uh, you have been escorted back to their headquarters building. They're being very polite and nice to you. I'm incredibly suspicious. <laughs> Where have you taken my friend? Um, the guards who are escorting you here just look at you and are like, Don't worry, miss. We will take good care of her. Huh? And him. Sorry, him. What? What is going on? <laughs> Nothing you need worry about. This dreadful man you've been carrying on with is wanted by our leader, and he is going to look after her. And him. <laughs> Why do you keep saying her? Sorry, we have two guests here. I, it's very confusing. And why did you say the other guest was Sam? Sam's dead. That's what Mr. Blair wanted you to think. No, no, no it's not about wanted. We literally set her on fire. <laughs> I mean, she was already dead. He pushes you into a bedroom. Of course. You carry on believing that. And then he steps out and the door is locked. I go rush straight up to the door and bang on the door saying, open this door at once. Use your triceratop bone. <laughs> They've taken that off you, unsurprisingly. How dare they? I've been deboned. Sons of bitches. <laughs> you have been deboned and you are locked away in this room. I just keep banging on the door. They ignore you. I'm a persistent bitch. Okay. You are locked in a room, banging on the door. Excellent. Oh. I don't know what else to do. Is there anything else in the room? Uh, there's everything you can see on the map. Uh, a bed. Yeah. Three boxes and some JPEG artifacting. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, can, can I fashion the artifacting into some kind of bomb? No, um, is there a window? Uh, I can't remember. Are there windows in That looks like a window, being that there's like a view out of the fog of war. There's two, looks like two windows, or am I... Um, hang on, let me just scroll through. Yeah, no, there are two windows. Can I see anything out of the windows? Uh, there's just a drop down to the snow below. They are currently barred. Uh, can I tug at the bars to see if they're loose? Roll your strength. Oh, God. <laughs> you can do it. We believe in you. I wish Alex was here. I need a good, strong man to help me. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, I just decked one of the characters. So, True? <laughs> <laughs> strength, yeah. Yep. There we go. Um, they're not very good bars. 
with some time and work, you could probably pry a couple of them loose. But it's I, what is the actual? Okay, so what is the actual? Uh, what are the bars mounted inside? Like, is it just like concrete, like concrete. limestone? It's a okay. concrete building. Just wondering if there's anything I can figure out from from things, but no, I don't think so. Not in in that guys. Um, what else is in the room? I checked the other window actually. I checked the other barred window. It is also um, locked. Is it any easier to give a good old tug? Roll your strength. <laughs> Give me an extreme success. Well. Yeah, again, they're they're old and quite a bit. You could crumble the concrete away, but it's going to take you some time, and you'll need a tool at least. I have a thought. Is there bedding on the bed? There is. Is that a sink in the room? Uh, or a no, water basin? There is a water basin, yes. Is there water in it? Uh, not currently, no. Is there a toilet? No. Shit. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't currently... <laughs> I, I bang on the door again and say, uh, boys, if you're going to leave a lady in here, be decent enough to give me some water to drink and to wash with, please. Throw your password. <laughs> please pass. I put all my points into this one skill. I think Where's I might persuade? start thinking of a backup character. <laughs> Where is Persuade? Apparently, I didn't need a backup character at all. Uh, top right, I believe. Oh, the yeah, there it is. And Craig, since when have you needed in-game events for you to have a backup character? I don't actually have one thought up for this. You I could have overconfident. a bit. Um, they bring you... Uh, when they open the door, there are two men with guns guarding it and someone else who's slides a tray with a jug of water and a glass in. Then they shut the door again. Okay. I I make a a smile at them and say thank you. Not that they'll probably understand the bunch of ingrates. Um, Okay. I take the jug to the basin, um, stop at the bottom of the basin, uh, fill the basin with some of the water, and then take the pillowcase and soak it with water. So the pillowcase of water. Yes. I then wrap it around two of the bars and twist it. Roll strength again. With and bonus die. Strength again. Wow. Oh, no. You got a bonus die. Yes. Do I just click bonus? Yeah. It works these days. Six. Thank Sixty-five. Nice. You are tugging at this bar. It moves maybe an inch. Not, not tugging, twisting. Twisting, yeah. yeah. It old, starts, old Chinese thing. 
Yeah, it starts to move, but very slowly. This is going to take you quite some time. Uh, well, it's not like I'm going anywhere, so I just keep twisting <laughs> those bars. Come on, let's twist again. Meanwhile, Mark back at the hunting lodge, where everything is cheerful and peachy keen. Uh, Francesca, Dr. Barrow, and Elwood, you arrive back at the house. As they come in, I'm, I'm just throwing something into the fire. Ah, you got a fire going. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, um, I, I figured I might need some water to uh, wash my face. I think I might have some. Ah, Alex, I, unless uh, you decided to return. I didn't have a lot of choice, to be honest with you. But yes, poor lady seems shell shocked. We should sit down and talk about all of this together. And then, once Victor and Carissa get back from visiting the Inuit, we can all come up with a plan together to make the expedition a success. So, uh, Doctor, you see, I, I feel that I, I tried to say this before all of this began. Um, I feel that our, that uh, that Victor and... Well, I feel that those two might be in potentially in a spot of uh, trouble. How could they be in trouble? They've gone to an archaeological dig site. I mean, unless they went into the well, no, <laughs> I, I obviously cannot be certain about their... Um, Which one? I obviously cannot be certain about their contact with the Yeek. However, as I was saying before um, recent revelations, uh, the two individuals I came across in the records of the hotel... One was a Mr. Um, let me get his name right again. Uh, Mr. Renan Blair, who owns the aerodrome in uh, Endurance. And the other was Azwak. Now, it's to say, um, while you were gone, I made some uh, quick phone calls to some friends of mine in the area. And I wanted to dig into the names of these people some more. Be helpful. You know, when I was thinking about how much my nose hurts right now, it doesn't look very good. Anyway. I, they have quite a, a fearsome reputation in the area, you see. Um, not only that, Azwak is a, a shaman of the bear, the bears of the north, allied with this Mr. Reynolds. And I did some digging in the more nefarious elements of the, the area, if, as you say. And it appears, well, Mr. Blair has um, a few aliases, how we say, and one of which, I know this, like, excuse me, this is going long, but I, I, I feel you should know the full story. One of these aliases apparently is a, a Lord Jeffrey of Sidwind. Lord Jeffrey of Sidwind does not exist very much apart from one notable thing. He is the purchaser most recently of that creature, which you, Dr. Hamilton, and um, the rest of your, your group, in fact... <laughs> Found on your expedition. Not only that, it appears he's been having. He may have had it shipped here to endurance. So he's also hunting the yig. I have a feeling he is doing far more than hunting the yig. There is something, some mention of he is a. Uh, I, I don't know. Supposedly sent by the god of the winds. Oh, so he's religious nutcase hunting the yig. I wonder you wanted your discovery, Hamilton. I, I, I have a bad yeah. feeling about all of this. 
Well, Carissa and um, Victor are going to the dig site. They're not going anywhere near this Blair chap. Well, so get... Endurance is not too far from the mountain, if I am correct, and I fear the Monsieur Blair... Let's just say, in my in my experience, members of organizations such as this they tend to not welcome people straying to their area of interest. And it's hardly like we've not been getting publicity, if he thinks Victor's... Just, uh, and just perhaps a bit too much publicity. If Victor's alone in the countryside, it'd be a terrible And he, he would appear to not only have knowledge of Victor from your, your previous exploits, but significant interest in those exploits as well. When is Victor due to check back in? Oh, not for a couple of days. They were going to the North Bear, the Bears of the North tribe. So even if they, they, could walk, they could walk straight into an Inuit tribe allied with our competition. Exactly. Why don't we just radio endurance? Ask them if they've seen them. And if Is not, there a can... radio in the building? Uh, well, use the radio on the plane. You can use the radio on the plane or the... Back to the plane! It's, uh, it's worth a try, I suppose. Yeah, I okay. think we should, yeah. Everyone coats on this time. Yes. Fine. <laughs> Look, Victor would tell us off if we didn't. As would Sam if she was still here with us. God bless We're gonna, her. As we go outside, I'm going to chip a large icicle off of one of the windowsills, wrap it in like a handkerchief and like hold it to my nose. I um, wonder what was going on there. I, I, the I go up to... Um, this, oh, is it... No. Shiv Francesca in the back with the eyes. <laughs> what's what's her name again? Is it Naveen? Naveen. Naveen. Okay, uh, I'm going to go up to her and um, look. I'm sorry. Okay, um, can I at least have a look? I, I I have some rudimentary medical training. I might be able to help. Well, uh, Alex or. Um, whatever you wish to call yourself, let us just say... Miss Davenport, if you have to. Miss Davenport, then. Um, you may always, of course, call me Naveen. Um, <laughs> let's just say that um, Dr. Barrow's medical attention was somewhat uh, rudimentary. Um, no, that is not even good enough a word. Kind of uh, sheet. Uh, yes. Sure. <laughs> Merde. Merde. <laughs> um, and she pulls the... And she, like, pulls the wrapped cool. icicle away. Mr. Davenport leans in and has a look-see. Roll your first aid. You kill her. Oh, I really wanted you to fail that critically. It would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm just well, going to fix your nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, off. Alex, uh, Francesca uses some of her first aid knowledge to make your nose slightly more comfortable. Along with some uh, a Beecham's powder from a you know a pocket, she pours into. I have a slight question: Is it is it customary for British women to have spelling salts? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I I mean I yeah. I have some in uh, a medical case on the plane. Do you need some? Um, apparently I do. Um, I may ask of you that of you later. Um, but for now, let us let us try and radio endurance. Trudge, 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 trudge to the plane. <laughs> the plane explodes! Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
What? Well, I'll re-roll my character then, because <laughs> that's the only oh. reason they're there. <laughs> no. Royal radio operations. Hashtag women pilots. Uh. Oh god damn it! Fuck's sake. Can I can I assist? I have looked at a radio before in my previous life. <laughs> radio operations or electronic repair. Okay, hang on. Do I have either of? <laughs> can I can I roll I electronic repair as well? Or... Do you have electronic repair? Yeah, this I is do. To see, this is to see if she's got any know-how to help rather than help with the radios. It's that's a lot better than I thought I was going to do in pure number terms. <laughs> Look, <Good> <laughs> You could spend luck. Hang on, how much luck do I have? Like my my electrical repair and radio is pretty good, so I'm a bit I frustrated. I failed. Yeah, you have a bonus dice on your uh, radio operations. Uh, should I just uh, what one d ten? Yeah. There we go. It takes a bit of fiddling. And you're about to get frustrated that it won't work, and Naveen just gently, without the men noticing, slides over and flicks the power switch. <laughs> Beep. It was already on for when you were about to take off, so when you flicked the power switch when you climbed onto the plane, you turned it off. <laughs> Naveen doesn't say anything, of course. She just just flicks the switch for you. <laughs> they need they need like little indicator lights on this thing to show when it's on or off. Um, it takes about uh, five minutes, but the radio is soon up and going. You go through the various protocols, and you finally contact Endurance Aerodrome. And you get a very surprised... Before, before it comes through, do, I, do you mind if I just go, uh, gentlemen, if you don't mind, do you, I believe perhaps a bit of subtlety is required. Do you mind if I give this a go? Dr. Bauer looks at you, Elwood. Um... Hmm. Go ahead, it's fine. I will um, take the radio. Do I <laughs> not get a say in this? Uh, of course, Francesca. <laughs> Francesca's sitting there going, and this is why I hate fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally not ten minutes after this, after nearly shooting Elwood in the face. <laughs> Belittled by men. To do it, so. <laughs> um, I dial in the radio. Um, are you talking first then, or are you going to acquiesce to Naveen's request? To I lean over to Naveen and says, "Like, what, what's what's your approach going to be exactly? I was intending to radio in as a pilot and ask if." Uh, Ask if two passengers I was due to pick up, uh, ergo, like uh, the um, Mr. Harvey and shit. I don't actually know. I've not been told. Um, Carissa. If I would say Carissa and Harvey, I'll have to say Carissa <laughs> and um, Mr. Victor Harvey. Harvey. And his woman. Yes, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Plus Harvey. One. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Random voice in my head that just told me what I'm, I need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean in. What and, was your approach? Lean in, speak quietly again. I have a uh, some experience in how you say pretending to be someone other than who I am. I was going to attempt to. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I was going to not five minutes, and already every every part of my character been like. I was a. I was going to play the part of um, one of Mister Blair's men asking whether the two um, nearby the mountain have been taken in yet. Um, I, I may have missed something, but um, we that would really only work with the assumption that they have been taken at all. I mean, we we have. Exactly. You Do we have face. any idea that the, this is even if other than just confused, someone who's decided to who's a bit religious and and if they act confused and do not know what I and she seems to have no idea of what I'm talking, then we can assume that our two compatriots never made it there. However, if they confirm that we they have in fact apprehended the two, then we know that something has gone. Might I suggest that if this was the case and this man is connected, as you're saying, that that might just alert them to the fact that we now know that they're missing? I was not intending to pretend to be us at all. I was intending to appear to be someone entirely different. But they would know that they haven't had someone check in. I'm just saying it's a a risk. I believe we are um, beyond the point of tiptoeing around the problem. Are, are, Are we, though? I mean... Are we? <laughs> I am, I am For all we know, they could be perfectly fine. I believe in democracy, mademoiselle. I will do whatever the rest of you believe is best. I simply wish to um, offer my advice, but we shall take whatever approach we believe to be the best one. As long as I can fly, I don't care. I certainly am not going to be flying the plane anytime soon. Let's put it that way. I'd fly it if you like. <laughs> um, <laughs> want to get high? <laughs> I'm just going to put a hand on on Francesca's arm as she reaches into the jacket. I believe he was having a very poor joke. It's just a joke. Do we? So, what do we think? Do we take Doctor Marshall's? I don't know. You're my people who I hired. Sorry, to... I just I just flick on the radio. Uh, hello there. <laughs> This is uh this is uh FW uh one for CP flight. Uh I'm calling in to uh, is this endurance? Uh there's silence for a couple of moments and then there's someone comes Yes, this is endurance tower. Uh, hello, yes. I-, I was looking to, uh, hopefully, I've been tasked with picking up uh, two individuals, uh, Victor Harvey and um, and Plus One. I have suspicions that they're, they're, they're at, uh, at endurance for me to pick up as I'm going to be landing there soon. Um, this is a private aerodrome, sir. We don't have pickups from here. Um, oh, well, I've been misinformed I- then. I mean... I'm sorry, but yeah, this is a private airfield. There is no landing and endurance. We're a research base. Um, who did you say was coming? Well, no, no I mean, I've been told to pick up uh, a, a Victor Harvey plus one. I mean, if... Uh, I'm going to take out a piece of paper really quickly while, while she's speaking. And hang on, I need to find my note. Well, there's, there's no one here. I can check for you if you'd like, but you can't land here. If you do land here, you'll be impounded by the local law enforcement. This this is a private aerodrome that is not open to the public. 
And I'm going to write on it. Um, say that you're looking for, um, you've been told to, yeah, essentially mention the name Aswax True Apprentice. Sorry, Aswax. Aswax True Apprentice told you to request information. Okay. Well, I was uh, I was told here to I was told to um, buy a Aswak True Apprentice that uh, I need to pick up these two individuals. Uh, who? I really haven't got a clue who you're talking about, Miss. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> but this aerodrome is closed. We're not open. So there's no there's no As As Aswak and there's no uh, Victor Harvey or. Uh, well, look, no one's told me that we're expecting anyone to land, and we haven't got any... This is a private research station. Um, if you hold the radio, the radio goes dead for a couple of moments. Yep, no, I have nothing on my docket saying we've got anyone being picked up from here. This is a closed airfield. Do not land. Can I speak to the manager, please? Uh, to, uh, Blair or <laughs> something? Boy, Karen. <laughs> yes, woman. <laughs> Um, I'll see if he's available. Should bloody well hope so too. I'm using fuel up here, waiting to come down to pick up these people that I've been tasked to pick up. Uh, there's. Uh, it takes about five ten minutes, and he keeps occasionally coming and going. Still waiting. Still waiting, and eventually there's a. This is Reinhold Blair. Who is this? Uh, this is. Uh, this is. Uh, um. Uh, FW uh, flight FW one four CP. Um, yes, uh, I'm meant to be coming and landing at your uh, aerodrome um, to pick up a Victor Harvey plus one uh, under the um, advisory of an uh, an Az Azuak as as. Uh, I'm just going to underline the word Azuak a lot. As Azuak. Told me to I come pick up these two interviews. When my man told me, neither of us know anything about any people being picked up from my airfield. Do not land. We are a private research institution and you are not cleared to land at my establishment. We have no one here by those names. Please stay off the airways. And then the radio goes dead. So I was thinking maybe an anthropology character, Craig. <laughs> 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 We'll see. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have a week or so to think about it. So, Commissioner's gonna rescue you or Sam. So so, two things from this: being a pilot, being in contact with many aerodromes. Did that even remotely sound like the kind of conversation that I would get from someone who actually runs an aerodrome in any professional Absolutely sense? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I they were clearly. So. They were clearly not professional. They were surprised someone was calling them and knew they existed. Yeah. Um, with that knowledge, then, um, I can't be sure whether our two compatriots are with them, but it's not a private... At least they, they're not running a private aerodrome. There's, there was no caller ID, no double-check backs, no overs, no nothing. I mean, it was... It was a shambles. I, they don't know how to deal with pilots over the radio. We at least learned one thing, or confirmed one thing that we suspected. If we're he, expecting them to be lying about that, I well, worry that they're lying that about everything. 
I believe that was Mr. Blair, was it not, on the line? Mm-hmm. I would assume so. I've not met him, so I don't and know. And he confirmed that he had also spoken while there with a man called Aswak. He did say that. He did that say that. Suggests yeah. That suggests that we are right, that they are in fact in league, and if they are as nefarious as apparently you, you suspect from the conduct on the radio, I, I again, I fear that we are we are behind in this game between us, and that, that puts us so all at behind. risk. <laughs> well, it's not switching switches to get the plane started to set up the plane again because I'm assuming it's all already set up. I just got to switch the heaters back on, let them go, and then roll aircraft maintenance. Oh man, really? Please there you go. I'm gonna just turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you turn the heaters on. The plane will be ready to go in about five minutes. Miss Davenport, how long would it take us to fl- do a flyover of endurance from here? It would take five minutes for us to get the plane going, but then... GM! <laughs> Roll your navigate. Uh... Oh, for God's sake, can I stop failing on things I put all my points into, please? <laughs> um, we reckon it'll take you about an hour to fly there. With all of the snow and the clouds, you're going to have to go slightly slower than normal so you don't slam into the mountain. Visibility will be low. You could go above the clouds, but then you can't really do a flyover of the um, aerodrome because it will then be beneath the clouds. I literally specialize in recon aircraft flight. I would assume that I would know exactly what needs to be done to do a flyover. (laughs) You do indeed, but there is a mountain in the way and unpredictable weather, so it will take you. You don't want to hit the mountain. Well, at least it would be firing flak at us, and... The best thing to do is to fly just in the cloud layer and then dip out to have a look and then slide back in. Well, slippy slidey. I can't imagine they'll have flak cannons at the very least, and we won't have any other aircraft to deal with. If I have learned anything from my... uh, my time both during the war and since always assumes the worst, and then you'll be pleasantly surprised when it is not that bad. No, I don't agree with that at all. Well, we can we can agree to differ on more than one thing, then it seems. Got to be chipper. <laughs> How very good you joke, Doctor Ballard. I know that this is me, perhaps presuming of your your suggestions as our employers, but I I. I feel that this bears more investigation. Oh, Dr. Barrow looks at you, Hamilton, and is like, well, what do, you, what do you think? Do we fly out to see if they're on the off chance that these people have captured Carissa and Victor? Or do we wait to hear from them? I mean, we've got no idea that... I mean, they were going to the archaeological dig site. Why would they just blithely wander into uh, endurance? We can do a flyover of the dig site as well. I mean, there's nothing stopping yeah, us I'm... from doing that. We've got fuel. We've got time. Would you be able to perhaps land at the dig site and then move on from there if necessary? Uh, oh, uh, you won't be able to land at the dig site. Trees, mountain. Yeah. You're not you, you would, surely you just wouldn't know until you got there anyway. You don't know what the, the landscape is going to look like. So, Dr. Power has seen, yeah, you know, you've, got, you've, you've looked at the maps of the areas. Yeah, beforehand. I was going to say. It, it's the it's hills of a. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's a great freeze frame. That's amazing. Oh. Did we just lose everyone? Uh, no, just you. It all went a bit choppy there for a moment. Yeah. So everyone glitched. 
Um, anyway, uh, you are preparing to take off. Oh. And you, hello. Hello. Is it just me. Oh God. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Popsy's back. Guess Ooh. who's back? Back, back again. again. Popsy's back. back. Doing stuff. I don't know what happened there. Everyone just dropped at once. You yeah. all, yeah, you all sort of suddenly reverted to just icons, and then we caught Nate in the middle of a floss. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't a floss. That was a Carlton. <laughs> a floss. <laughs> Go on, Nate. Give us your best floss. We want to see it. No, none of us want to see that. <laughs> no, no, no one do, wants do to see that. Speech, Come on. I don't know what a floss oh. is, and I don't want to know. Are we still recording, Pops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that did, that didn't crash. Okay. Uh, as it's gone ten, I was just going to wrap up. Uh, so, as you are prepared, uh, Naveen, Doctor Barrow, Elwood, and Francesca Davenport are preparing to do a reconnaissance flight of the dig site and possibly the aerodrome. Victor is in jail with Samantha. Can I try and meditate? At the start a of next Peace session. of mind. Oh. oh. Rip. <laughs> I thought you were meditating already. Yeah, but well, and... I asked and not, didn't get a response before we changed scene. Uh, I didn't hear you ask, sorry. Oh. Just assume yes. I... Roll meditate, Craig. Roll you clicky clack. Hey. Clicky clack. Um, oh yeah. You, you additional skill one is a success. <laughs> well, that needs fixing, but I will worry about that later. <laughs> I don't use the additional skills because they don't update when you type something in there. Yeah, I've noticed that. I'll fix uh, that later. But yes, you are meditating and calming yourself down whilst chained up in the bad guys' secret dungeon. And we'll see you all in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. I hope everyone had fun. I can't yeah. believe you did this two me. weeks. Leave my poor dead character alone. Sam. He doesn't do that. She's not dead. 